Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the toast. Happy Friday. I think I like this little life. Claudia cannot stop singing that. Do you know what that is? It's a sound. Yeah, it's like the sound people are using on social media to like put videos to like little clips together of like how amazing their life is. But like the the community on TikTok, like they've turned it on its head and now if you use it, like it's so cringy. Like everybody's making fun of it. I think I this little lie. So are this you you're now on the for lack of a better word, it's an offensive word, but like the bandwagon of TikTokers making fun of the sound? I'm on the bandwagon of like whatever's cool at the moment. Like I have no scruples. I have absolutely no principles. I have no spine. Like whatever everyone says, I agree. I agree too. But you know what is cool at the moment? Let me think. Us? Yeah. The toast. Jackie, at the moment. (laughs) The toast is busting. At at all moments. It's true. It's true. But in this moment in particular, because we're back. Yesterday was the first show of the year. Everyone was so excited. Jackie. And then... Yesterday Jackie. afternoon, I was just Jackie. sitting around minding my business. And you mm-hmm. know what it came to me? As I was minding my own business. Oh, our seventh season theme song? Seventh heaven. When I see those happy faces smiling back at me. Seventh heaven. Do you remember By the way, I've literally song? never heard this song in my life. You would? And I was surprised no one commented it. And I didn't even have to Google it. It just came to me. Like, Are you sure, are you sure you're not making it up? I'm pretty sure. I okay. really should have Googled like the whole lyrics. Because honestly, I don't know a lot, but I do know that this sounds like a made up song. Seventh heaven. Like it sounds fake. <laughs> because the show is fake. That is true. It's not it a real was, family. It was, no, of course it was a drama, but like the show itself, like was seventh heaven in a simulation? Down no, Jackie, the comments. I'm so glad you brought that up. Seventh heaven wasn't real. I feel like it was a mirage and maybe something that like we invented in our childhood. I did want to circle back to something you brought up, which was yesterday's episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I want you to ask me how many times I watched yesterday's episode. How many times did you watch yesterday's episode? Twice. Like I never even watch it once. It was so good. I was cackling. I told all my friends, I'm like, you guys, you have to listen to this podcast. It's so good. Like we were really on one yesterday. We were just being hysterical. We had all this like pent up energy and like communication yeah so good was there anything in particular that made you chuckle that maybe you know what always happens i loved our gypsy rose oh there's so many (laughs) conversations that like we have them and we laugh but then if i ever watch episode back there are like nuggets that i like kind of missed while i was sitting here and i'm like hey so that was funny i told my friend abe i'm like you have to watch the toast he's like i always do i'm like yeah but like you really have to listen so he called me after he watched and he goes and he like brought something up that like i didn't even notice he was like the name on everybody's lips this holiday season is Gypsy Rose Blanchard. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, the name on everybody's lips this holiday season is Gypsy Rose Blanchard. <laughs> you have a problem with Hysterical that? Hysterical stuff. It's just like past. Hysterical stuff. Just didn't even get a mention. Didn't even get a mention. Like we are, we're genuinely like too funny for our own good. There's just like too many funny moments we can't even process. I think I like this little life, you know? Yeah. You should make a video. I think I like this little life. I think I like this. Honestly, can somebody clip this audio and like, let's replace it with the, I think I like this little life. And then, and then it'd be like a montage. And then it should be a montage of like you and I chuckling. For sure. For sure. But like you just cut onto my. Oh, I ruined the audio. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Shh. 
I'm going to enjoy my shake. I think I like this little life. This little life. Oh, now you're shaking your shake oh, on my audio. Oh, gosh. Okay, go again. It's fine. It's fine. Honestly, the shake is like so us. We're always doing something. So us. Um, wait, I had something else I wanted to say. I'm sure you have a lot of was, things to say. It's Friday. That's huge. Major news. Major key to success. Oh, I remember. I wanted to wish a very happy birthday to kind of like an OG brother, number one toaster, friend of the family, Margot Faye Lewin. She's a an OG, kind of a staple. If you listen, you know, we're always talking about different Margos in our lives. She's one of them. Today's her birthday. Happy birthday. Love you dearly. Happy birthday, Margot. I was texting her this morning. She and I have been friends for 24 years. Wow. That'll make you feel old. Right? That's insane. That'll make you feel old. We met when she was eight and I was seven. You're so young. Well, yeah, it's just because otherwise the, it doesn't make sense with like the 24, but she's turning 24 plus eight. And wow, not you putting her on blast. <laughs> and we've been friends 24 years, which she's my oldest, longest friend. That is so nice. Who's my oldest friend? Like probably someone you. from middle school. Oh, me, probably of you. Course. I mean, Olivia is my oldest, longest friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're my old, and I guess I'm Margo's, but who's Margo's? All three of us. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Snitch. Hey, Satchel Cratchel. You know, every day we'll give you a shout out in hopes that you listen. Yeah. This podcast is really us just trying to get our youngest sister's attention. Like to try and no. make it on her TikTok algorithm. To try no. and like get someone to text her, hey, did you listen to the toast? In an attempt to get our sister to like think we're cool, we coincidentally like created this, you know, billion dollar media company. Yeah, like this the empire, the voice of a generation. We're just hoping right. it reaches her. Oh my god! Speaking of empire, I have three more episodes left in Gossip Girl. I um, like I know what happens in the final episode, and I know that they reveal reveal who Gossip Girl is, but Ben doesn't know. So I'm gonna be recording because I really want to get his um, opinion on it. Because like a season ago, they like gave you like a little. Uh, teaser where they pretended like Georgina was Gossip Girl, which actually was like a good call. It yeah. should have just been. It should have been someone like Georgina, like an outsider with, in like with, with a computer and a computer and a voice. It made total sense, um, but so I that's probably what I'll do this weekend: finish Gossip Girl, and then my next journey with Ben is the OC. I'm very excited for that. And I need to look up what episode it happens in, but like the I don't want to spoil it, but like the big thing that happens in the OC, you know? Yeah. Where they play uh, Imogen Heap. Yeah. I'll record Ben's reaction to that too. Wow. Yeah. He's never seen it. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I'm excited for him to find out who Gossip Girl is. I know. I don't think he really cares. Like as Should much I as just he cared say, back What if I day. just texted him right now and said, Blank is Gossip Girl? Um... That would be insane. So I actually, you just reminded me, I think, <laughs> I think I told Ben who Gossip Girl was like as a joke. And he was like, no way. I'm like, no, I'm kidding. But like, it was. I think I did that. Either like I thought about doing it or I actually did it. I can never remember if things are real or they're just my thoughts. You just know? like Seventh Heaven. Exactly. Classic turdy. Who did you most relate to in Seventh Heaven? Because, like, I really obviously, like, wanted to be a Jessica Biel, but, like, we all knew I was a Beverly Mitchell, you know? Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. I wasn't the dad. No. You were not no. the dad. You are not no. the father. You. 
are not the father. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see myself in, reflected in the show. Well, that makes sense because it was like a house full of Christians and we're like Jewish and I couldn't relate to the show on any singular level. But there are a lot of similarities but, in Judeo-Christian values. I guess that's true. Like family values, traditional energy. Yeah, no, that's so fair. Yeah. But they were just like these like, you know, blonde, blue eyed, like <laughs> playing basketball in the yard. Like that wasn't going to be us ever. No, certainly not the basketball. No, no. Certainly not going to church. I guess it's Beverly Mitchell. Yeah. And because you and I are both middle children, middle children, girls, like obviously I didn't relate to any of the boys. Jessica Biel is like the oldest. And then there was the young girl, which were neither of those. So we are both Beverly Mitchell. I think we're all Beverly Mitchell. We are. But Jessica Biel was also just like, you know, older, but she really was also like fully developed for lack of a better word. And like she had really come into herself and she was like beautiful and young. Like, no, I was not going to be relating to that no, character. because we were like seven. Haggard. Seven. Yeah. yeah. We were just... What channel was that We were on? little girls. Was it ABC Family or WB11? Those were the only it two was, we watched. It was giving, giving ABC Family. That's a great call. Yeah. Rip ABC Family. Rip. That was a mistake. I don't know. Freeform does good stuff. The bold type. The type of okay, bold. Wait. I want you to sit on something because before 2024, before, at the end of last year, you and I discussed potentially creating a new segment on the show. Okay. And that segment would be on Fridays, which is today. Dear Farmer? And that's, no, no. And that segment would be Weenie of the Week. Okay. Okay. Where we give the title to either someone we know in our lives, someone in, in pop culture who did something particularly Weenie-esque this week. Okay. Um, now, we've only had two episodes this week, so there's not a lot to discuss, but I think we should try it. If it doesn't work, we'll cancel it. Like, Unburden Yourselves was a segment that just didn't work. It's okay to admit fault, to admit defeat. I think this has potential, so I want to put it in your brain now. Okay. And at the end of the fi Fast Five Stories, we will do our inaugural, very first Weenie of the Week segment, and we'll have the toasters vote in the comments for who they thought was the bigger weenie mine or yours okay but like what if we didn't talk about them on the toast just for no it's for one a, it could be or another it could be kind of how like ben and josh on good guys do like what are you nuts it's not something that happened on the show like something that happened to you in real life like this freak at the doctor's office you know like it could be anything okay okay cool one name comes to mind early on but we is it me no but it's similar to your name claudia gloria claudine no, gay Oh, okay. Oh, that's good too. Yeah, it's kind of like a jackhole, you know, like Andy's. No, I, I know what Winnie of the Week is. I grew up on it. Okay. Right yeah, after no, Seven Heaven. But I'm Heaven, talking about, I'm talking about like the, the segment. Week. I'm talking about like the segment. Yeah, no, no, I got it. I got it. Okay. That's so I'm excited about that. So just like, I don't, I don't have my selection yet, but hopefully it'll come to me throughout the stories. Like I, I'd like to do someone in popular culture this week, not someone in my personal life. Nobody offended me in my personal life this week. No, I would not put someone in my personal life on blast. Like unless it were Oh, you. like if Ben did something really lame, I would give him meaning of the week. Like No, there are enough villainous bad faith actors out there. Not the bad faith actors. What about bad faith actor of the week? By the way, obsessed. Jackie, you guys, if you only knew how frequently in our personal lives, Jackie and I use the term bad faith actors, it is so funny and it is so stupid <laughs> and it is like the worst phrase ever when you use it in a serious way. Like right. people who like write scholarly literature, like using the phrase bad faith actors, like in a serious way. We're using it ironically. It's so funny because you're a bad faith actor. You're Jackie. acting in bad faith. Well, that is what bad faith actors do. So let me know if you also want to add BFA of the W. 
be a fuck. That's like kind of better. No, nothing like weenie of the week like harks back to our childhood and it really just rolls off the tongue. BFAOW like really doesn't roll off the tongue. Vote in the comments. No, no. Or give us like a we have to rephrase it. Bad faith actor of the week. Like it's not right. Like bad faith actor Friday or something, you know? Bad faith actor Friday. <laughs> it's still not great. No, it's not great. We can workshop it. I think we need of the week. It really resonated with people when we yeah. shared it. And like, I think that's what it is. But alternate title, like maybe in other countries where we need doesn't translate. It could be bad faith actor of the week. Okay. I like that for our global audience. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Love. Love, love, love. Hearts. Oh, by the way, somebody called out something so interesting about yesterday's episode. Like we were off for a month. We came back. We talked about everything under the sun and we literally didn't even mention Taylor and Travis. They were quiet this month. No, they weren't. They were like having their holiday. They had their New Year's kiss. It's like either we talk about them the whole we're all or nothing about them. Like it's so true. And it's like we couldn't come back and talk all about Taylor and Travis, especially when there was like Mm -hmm. some other big news like Natalia Grace's real age and like Uh, Gypsy Rose is a free woman. Right. Like there was major things to talk about. And so I don't know in deciding not to add it to the stories. It's like we don't talk about it at all. And if it is in the stories, we talk about it for 30 minutes. So, yeah, that that happened. It's really all or nothing when it comes to Tavis. Another cringy line. So that happened. Oh, I love that. That's like you and Dana love to do this thing where you like will um, kind of round up like the cringiest, most popular captions that people do. The cringiest like social media tropes. Okay. So that's one of them. Yeah. So I did a thing. I did a thing. Yeah. That's what bad. are the others? Well, Dana's big pet peeve is when people personify places. So like New York City. Barcelona has my heart. New York City. You look good this morning. Oh, hate. Yeah. That's hate. really... And also, she also hates when people are on vacation and they write, like, never leaving. It's like, girl, you have your return flight booked. You are yeah, leaving. That, okay, like, that one, if you're, like, a stickler for facts, like, I understand. That one doesn't bother me as much. But, like, no. New York, you look good today. Like, seriously, death. <laughs> Jail. But, like, the thing is, you are leaving. Unless you're not leaving. Then then you're never leaving. Just say you it. You know, it would, be, it would be better to be, like, I never want to leave. Yeah. Like, I, I, me neither. You know, I get it. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I feel that. That's literally fair. returning tomorrow night. No, you had a plan to return before you even arrived. Before you even wrote that caption. Right. So those are some of Dana's pet peeves that I've taken on, and now I can't unsee them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Dana. Shout out Dana. Should we dive in? The stories today I did choose since Jax was, you know, busy this morning being a mother of two. And I should say, I really don't like knowing what the stories are. Like, I love being on the edge of your seat. And people always ask, like, do you really not know what Jackson's going to say? I really don't. And, like, I know what's coming today, and it's, like, not as fun. The suspense has been, you know, ruined. Yeah, it was a turdy's choice, choice, choice. Was a turdy's choice. It's a turdy's choice. Choice, 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 choice. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, because I was thinking a lot this morning. How frightening. And I was feeling sick. And I was feeling tired. Sick and tired? Yeah, because I I stumbled across a video on TikTok of uh, Leighton Meester singing Summer Girls from Country Strong. Amazon posted it. I guess to promote that like Country Strong is on Prime Video. So it was my new comedy special, Lean In. And the comments were just like, oh my God, Leighton Meester was in a movie? What is this? Like, it was so disappointing. 
And honestly, like I was really let down nobody knowing this film, not only not knowing it, never seeing it. Like I feel really exhausted, like putting this, this task. It's, it's been on our backs for years and it's like, no one will help. Why do people not care about this movie? Like it's insane. It is insane, but that's why we have to do the work and you guys need to educate yourselves. You do. And like when I see people like standing A Star is Born with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, which don't get me wrong, like was a good movie. And they don't even know like that there was a movie before that. That did it better. Con- that did it better. Like similar premise, countryified. Like it just really makes me sick. And it makes me annoyed. Like the casting, Garrett Hedlund, Gwyneth Paltrow, Tim McGraw, Leighton Meester, the soundtrack, Tommy is everything. Like Gwyneth Paltrow, like, I'm just like, I'm tired and I'm like, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. That's why you should stay off of TikTok. There's really disgusting things happening there. And this is it's just so one true. of them. This is what people are always talking about when they say like TikTok is bad. Yeah. TikTok is poisoning the youth. Except I'm glad that Prime Video is stepping up to the plate, joining our I actually task think it force. was Amazon Freebie. Freebie, like their turnt new platform. No, Freebie like is whittling its way in. Jury, Jury duty. duty. Yeah. And they're like free V. I don't love the name. But it lets you know that it's free, V. It's free videos. Yeah. No, I get it. No, I, I like what they're doing. You'd rather see them up there shaking that thing? I would, and I do sometimes. And I can watch Country Strong there. Good to know. Because I'm country strong, hard to break. Oh. Like the grass. Like original music. Like, you know, you, you're tasteless. You're classless if you don't watch that movie. Yeah. I had one more question to pose to the comments because I've been seeing salt burn everywhere. Like, oh, 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 I'm so glad you brought this all up. All I see is salt burn. And I have the privilege of having absolutely no idea what it's about. Is Jeremy Allen White in it, I think? No. Okay. I don't know Jacob who's Alordi. in it. I don't, I don't, okay, Jacob Elordi. Now, you guys know me, and you know what I like. No, 1,000%. You should not watch should this movie. Should I watch this movie? Sound off in the comments without telling me anything about it, because I want to go in blind if I do watch it. So I don't know anything about it either. I know it's the second half of the movie. Don't say, ex- don't. I don't even want to know what it, a word to describe no. it. I don't even no, want Jackie. to know. Well, then you're not going to be able to make a decision. No, I don't want to make a decision. I want someone to tell me. You guys know me. No, should I watch the movie? Jackie absolutely should not watch this movie. Okay. Like, absolutely not. Okay. Okay. I guess I'm not watching. No, you're definitely not. And if you would let me finish a sentence, you would know why and you would immediately not watch it. Okay, tell me. It's like extremely disturbing graphic, like, um, sexually. Like, you would not... Why is it's everyone not for being you. like, oh my gosh, Saltburn, hee hee, best movie? They're not saying hee hee, best movie. They're saying, oh my God, Saltburn, what the fuck did I just watch? No, but like, it's also, but it's like, not in the don't watch this sort of way. No, because you know, it's like the curiosity of the mind. Like, oh, it's disturbing. What, what could possibly be so bad? We've all seen Game of Thrones. Like, no, it's like crazy. You know what it is? So I know that there's like two I don't wanna, scenes. No, no, like, I don't want to know what it is. Do you know what it is? It's yes or no question. No. No, I know one. Do you know what it is? Yes or no? Half. Yes and no. I know I know oh, one thing TikTok. that happens. Yeah. It's like something in the graveyard. I don't know. Aye. Yeah. Like it's up for you. Okay. 
glad I asked the question. Like, because you're a I was business like, owner, you're a mom of two. Like, I know your time is precious. I wouldn't recommend you watch it. Because I, I was just like, there. I was saying to Zach, I was like, have you heard about Saltburn? He was like, no, what's that? I'm like, I don't really know either. Maybe we should just like watch it like blind this weekend. Oh my God. No, Jackie. Like, you definitely shouldn't. I was thinking about watching it with Ben because like... <laughs> I keep finding like weird things to watch and making Ben watch it with me. <laughs> and I actually wanted to do it just so I could seriously record him. That's your favorite thing. Yeah. I live for, I'm a, like I live in a content house. I'm literally the hype house. You do live in a content house between you and Ben and your kitchen. Yeah. But, like with our new apartment, like there's so much natural light. It just kind of like is begging for content to be made. And I literally wake up and just like make content. And I feel like I'm li- like, I'm literally Charlie D'Amelio. You are. And Bri- ben is little honey. Oh my, I almost said Brian. Freudian slip. That makes di- me Dixie. You are Dixie. Totally. 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 Wiser older sister. Sure. Paving her own way. <laughs> totally. That's Dixie. Shall we? We shall. Without further ado, do, 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 do. <clears throat> here are the stories that Turdy decided that you need to know this morning. And I'm so excited because we have a new sponsor that Jackie's been talking about forever before they were a sponsor. Armra. So you guys know that we are always on the lookout for ways to strengthen immunity, improve fitness, metabolism, elevate our skin. Well, we recently discovered an incredible product, Armra. So I saw it all over social media. Like all the cool girls are, all the aesthetic girls, all the healthy girls are doing Armra. Colostrum is the first nutrition that we receive in life, and it contains all the essential nutrients that we need in order to thrive. And Armora is a proprietary concentrate of bovine colostrum that harnesses over 400 functional nutrients to strengthen your immune immune barriers, fuel cellular health for a host of research-backed benefits. Armora colostrum strengthens immunity and ignites metabolism. It fortifies gut health. It activates hair growth and skin radiance, and it powers fitness performance and recovery. So like the name on everybody's lips is actually Armora. I know everybody keeps like a packet of it in their um, purse. And so I was influenced like before they became a sponsor. Like I just literally, I think, bought it off of social media because everyone was talking about it. And it's really fabulous. I love having like something in my daily routine that I can do every single day. Just makes me feel really um, productive. And the results are fabulous, especially now that I'm in my fitness era. Like I feel a noticeable difference. The results are fabulous. You want to know how I know the results are fabulous is because I forgot to bring it with me on the trip and the way I am falling apart, my hands are cracking my nails. I was like bragging that I was able to sustain like really long nails. Every single one of them I had to cut off because like they started getting so dry again. It's just so great. Like the overall benefits can't, are inexplicable yet so noticeable. Like my hair was feeling so healthy. And what I love about Armor also is you can like do one scoop, two scoop or three scoops. It's like a bioactive ingredient. So you kind of can like beef it up if you feel like you're on the low, which is where I am right now. So typically I would do one scoop a day, but now I'm doing like two or three to kind of make up for the deficit. We've worked out a great offer for our, the toasters. You can receive 15% off your first order when you go to tryarmora.com slash toast or just enter code toast to get 15% off your first order. That's T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A.com slash toast. Today's episode is also brought to you by Poppy. It's no secret that soda has become a dirty word. They're too sugary. They're too syrupy. We don't blame you for wanting to leave it in the past, but that era of soda is officially over. I know a lot of people's resolutions are always like, quit soda or for me it's never quit soda I don't think that's realistic but I definitely like want to cut back and especially with my 
fitness and health journey, I'm doing way less soda. And Poppy's really, really helpful if you want to supplement like that delicious treat at the end of the day. Poppy is a better for you soda made with clean ingredients, five grams of sugar or less, and prebiotics. Yes, there are literally prebiotics in each can. Diet Coke could never. You can feel good about what's in your can with Poppy's classic flavors like cola, Doc Pop, root beer, and you can say goodbye to empty calories, artificial ingredients, and high fructose corn syrup. The flavors are bussin', I'm not gonna lie. Like, they really get as close to cola root beer flavors as they can. Like, they're really, really good, and it's a great supplement if you're trying to cut back on soda or cut out soda completely. Their Doc Pop flavor tastes just like Dr. Pepper, and of course, their cola tastes a lot like Coke. They have fresh fruit flavors like strawberry lemon, cherry limeade, orange, and grape. They're bursting with flavors. And you could shop Poppy on Amazon for 15% off with code TOAST15OFF in retailers nationwide. You can also shop, but if you want to use that code TOAST15OFF, Go to Poppy on Amazon and get 15% off. If you're a Diet Coke early and like one of your resolutions is to cut back this year, I feel you, I see you, like one thing at a time, try the cola flavor. It really, it, it is helpful and it's just so much better for you. Like you'll feel less lethargic and less, honestly for me, like gassy throughout the day. Um, so th thanks, Poppy. Thanks, Poppy. Are you ready what for our, our first story? Yeah. We're diving in after having our blinders on because the Golden Bachelor had his golden wedding last night. Golden Bachelor Gary Turner married, spoiler alert, we're just going to rip it off, Teresa Nist, um, last night at La Quinta Resort and Club. It was a live televised wedding filled yeah, with- Yeah, so I only- I only just recently put that together. Like I knew that the wedding was airing yesterday and I didn't realize like the wedding was also happening yesterday. It's kind of a crazy thing. I didn't know any of this was happening except for following Raven Gates. And I was watching her stories yesterday and she said, I'm going to LA for a wedding. I was like, how lovely. Then later in the day, she was like, it's being filmed. It's Gary and Teresa's wedding. I was like, oh my God, they're getting married right now and it's live and, and it's crazy. Don't you ever just sit back and think, because at least I do, that you are like so similar to Raven Gates. Do you think about that a lot? In like just like our life trajectory. Like you both married guys from Dallas. She lives in Dallas. You have two children, literally both both children born like the same week. Yeah, like her kids are the exact same distance apart as mine. And they're, they're one month ahead of us though. No, you guys just remind me a lot of each other. No, I relate to her content a lot. That's why I'm always watching with sound on. Yeah. So then I knew she, um, what she was up to. And that's how I learned about all of this. And also about Gary, a lot of the bachelor couples and bachelor favorites were in attendance. Like, and it was crazy to see like, who are this, the longstanding bachelor couples. So it was like Raven and Adam, Jade and Tanner, Ashley and Jared, Caitlin Dean and Caitlin. Yeah. And then I saw Caitlin Bristow and Tasha were there, but like there's drama, right? Okay. I don't know if there's drama like between Caitlin and, and Taisha, I know there's drama between Caitlyn and her Instagram followers, but I don't know if like Taisha is mad. Basically, for anybody who like doesn't know, I didn't know. I, guess, I only know what you and Margot briefly told me when I asked. Caitlyn Bristow had a uh, New Year's Eve party at her house. A lot of Bachelor people were there, including Zach Clark, who won Taisha's season, was engaged to Taisha, um, but obviously they're no longer together. After running and a then, marathon, they they couldn't make it relatable. Then um, a lot of people like saw footage because it was like a lot of reality stars and just people posting content from this party. People saw just like a a couple instances where I think maybe Zach's arm was around Caitlyn. Like no no smoking gun could have just been very friendly types of you know behaviors. Um, and you know 
Bachelor Nation went after Caitlyn for that. For one, dating someone that Tasha used to date. Do two, I guess like dating someone in recovery. You know, that's like his full time job. He runs recovery centers. He's really involved in like the sober community. And Caitlyn, you know, her brand, she has a brand of wine, and like wine is a big part of like her wine culture is a big part of her brand. So people were like, that's inappropriate. And they just like came for her for literally everything. Is there any and proof she just that went off? Is there any proof that they're dating? No, like we don't even know if this is confirmed. Okay. Because like if they're dating. And that's what Caitlin was saying. She was like, you guys know nothing. Right. So, I mean, if they're not dating, this is a moot point. But like, even if they are dating and she is a wino and he's a sober person, like, why are you guys acting like he doesn't have agency over like his life and who he chooses to date? And that like. Yeah. I just, I have to imagine she wouldn't have responded if they're not dating. Do you know what I mean? So you think they're not dating. So. So you think they are dating? I do. And I also feel like Tasha doesn't care. Yeah. Like, I, I honestly, like, I think Tasha liked him, but I think she, like, stayed engaged to him for as long as it was, like, appropriate after the, after the show. She was single for a little bit, and now she's been in a relationship for a long time with Luke from Summer House. Like, oh, they're in a real relationship? Oh, yeah. I don't know if this is bad, but, like, I just saw them at the Jet game. Cute. Yeah, like, they're fully together. They're always spotted together. Yeah, I did see a couple pictures, but I didn't realize, like, it was, you know, I didn't realize how many times I've seen a couple pictures over how long, yeah, they're together. Yeah, no, and Tasha, I feel, like, I know her kind of and I think she's like a real like girl's girl like I think she would be really happy if these two like were in love like honestly because she's so happy in her life right now I think yeah I don't think she would be mad she doesn't seem like that type of girl got it okay well I just like saw that they weren't together but I didn't see them like together though I just saw on Raven's Instagram she was with Tasha, and then she was with Caitlyn yeah, yeah. So they were both at the wedding. Honestly, I don't think there's any beef, but I, I have no information. Like, I'm just guessing. I have no information, but if Caitlin and Zach are together, I could see that. I don't know if I could see it. Like, I was shocked by the pairing of those two, you know? I I, I know what you say. I understand but these way, words, but I don't necessarily back, agree. Back to your point, I agree with you that it's really interesting to see who, like, ABC and the Bachelor franchise, like, keep in the fold and who they consider to be, like, their stars. And the, obviously, if you're a couple and you're still together, like, you still, you should get invited, of course. But it definitely is interesting to see who, you know, was Jade Roper Tolbert there? Yes, of course. Of course. She's, like, a, she's a star of the franchise. Yeah. Was, like, Nick Vile there? I feel like they love having him around and, like, Ben Higgins... Ben Higgins was there. I saw. I don't know if Nick Vile was. That's, he definitely was. He, he definitely, definitely was. was. He lives in town. He lives in town. He literally is like the go-to reality TV podcast, right? Like these days, right? Right. Like anytime any sort of reality show blows up, like whether it be Netflix, like they go on his show. But he didn't post anything. He has no stories up. Let's. I don't think so. I want to see like a roundup. Bachelor stars. That's like, you know, Us Weekly lives for this sort of article. Right. At we were at the, Gary the wedding. wedding. And it is Gary. I can't go down this road again. Well, I really can't. On her story, Raven said Gary. Okay. See every. I don't think that that makes it a confirmation. I don't. See, maybe she just listens to the toast. See every Bachelor <laughs> Nation star who made Gary Weddings wedding list. Gary Weddings? <laughs> <laughs> okay i don't know these people um oh michelle young and jack uh, lewis i don't know if this is obviously her boyfriend i don't know if he's a bachelor person but mm-hmm. michelle and her man michelle okay these two people i don't know if they were ever on the bachelor they might be like new um Tasha, kaylin oh dean dyed his hair dean looked hot he was wearing this hat like 
He looked hot. Uh, Zach Shawcross and Katie Bigger. He was The Bachelor. Is this his chosen oh, woman? The most recent Zach. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Irrelevant. They look in love in this picture. Oh, Trista and Ryan and their kids. Yes. Yes, their kids are like grown. Grown. Ben Higgins, Ashley I, Patty James, Matt James's mom. Did she go Oh, on? she was a contestant. She yeah. was a contestant. Love That's that. That's cute. Oh, Kenny from... Um, Seasons past, he was the boy band yeah, manager. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because but he, also, he was in a high-profile couple for a while. I don't know if they're still together, but when he went on Paradise, that yes. girl, I forget her name, but they were together. Oh, he, here she is, Marie. I guess they're still together. I find it shocking that like Matt and Tyler weren't there. I feel like they're like the biggest stars of Bachelor Nation right now. It's crazy if Matt wasn't there and his mom was. Mom. And he's still with Rachel from his season. Right, like, they right. They should be there. Do you think that Bachelor Nation like considers, I mean like the powers that be at the Bachelor production, do you think they consider Matt and Rachel like a, a, a couple that's like in the green or like with with, with the Bachelor? Like, I don't know. After with they, the powers that be, like you're either like a sanctioned or you're not. Like after, you get invited to stuff and you get opportunities dancing with the stars or like you're like in the red zone and like nobody wants to talk to you. And I feel like there was all that drama with Matt and Rachel, but they are literally like so in love. I mean, I, the fact that his mom is like on the show it, it probably yeah. means they have good feelings towards one another but after they took that bus and ran over them <laughs> right um I don't know if they're if on both ends if they're willing to I had another accept. thought but I think if, I, if Matt's mom is on the show like it's obviously fine I had another thought isn't it kind of crazy like because Matt and Rachel like won the bachelor but they're not engaged it's crazy they by didn't bachelor get standards but like not for their age and no no and just, just because of the bachelor yeah like technically they've been dating for three years so normal so normal they're like such a cute couple agreed um other names well, congrats gary congrats grads and terry and terry terry and gary terry oh and God. gary cute i still want to watch golden bachelor i'm so glad they got married like to me the proof is in the pudding these were two people who were like serious as much as you want to slander gary and drag his name around town like he wanted to find love and get married and have his next chapter and he, that's what he did he's a man of his word so like i hope you're I eating your words i hope everyone is eating their words i'm also just relieved that like the attempt to take gary down didn't work no it, it couldn't work yeah, no, like sometimes these like insane social media campaigns like actually make waves. And I'm so glad this one did not. Yeah. 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 Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Kelly Clarkson jokes that her stylists only want to put her in tight shit after her weight loss. So Kelly Clarkson is a skinny legend after joking about her weight loss at a Las Vegas residency performance of her show, Chemistry. In a fan-recorded video shared on TikTok, she interacted with lucky fans before taking a shot with someone celebrating their birthday. Oh. Uh, she oh my couldn't, Kelly Clarkson takes shots? I know. She's so versatile. No, I think that's crazy. She couldn't really move around in her jumpsuit. She said, oh boy, I really can't bend in these. Dude, this is tight. Like, I lost weight and my styling team is like, let's get you into this tight shit. Still, she successfully grabbed and downed the shot to the delight of her cheering fans, one of whom called her a skinny legend. Okay, like Kelly Clarkson has lost weight. Do I care? No. For me, like the major story here is Kelly Clarkson is finally wearing normal clothes. And that was just something like we all kind of like didn't talk about. Like for a really long time, especially when she was promoting chemistry, like she was dressing like a grandmother 
you know, at Woodstock. I don't know what the vibe was. It was so weird. And it was just a kind of like this crazy quirky thing about Kelly. And it's clear that in the new year, not even in the new year, because it happened like towards the end of the year, she got a new stylist who just started dressing her. And like, it's not even gorgeous things. It's like things you could buy at the mall. But like, it's good. It's better. And I, I'm grateful. Yeah, I'm looking at some of these photos. And I even think in this new, I don't know which are the old and which are the new. And yeah, I guess like Kelly Clarkson, we could go on the record. Like Kelly Clarkson doesn't have the best style. But no, no, no. And for a while, she had bad style. But like, do you think that's part of her brand of being like relatable? Like if she was like this glamour post style queen, maybe yes. she wouldn't touch the hearts of all of us like she has. Okay, so I'm so glad you brought that up because yes, she cannot be a glamazon. Like it's just, it's the antithesis of everything that she does. She's a, she's like America's queen. She's so relatable. You know, they, what they say, you know, feed the masses, dine with the classes. Like that's Kelly. However... In her new styling era, like I just said, it's not gorgeous Glamazon. It's good. It's stuff you buy at the mall. It's acceptable. It's passable. By no means is it giving runway. Like Kelly Clarkson is not going to the Met Gala. And that's why we love her. And that's why we love her. And if she ever were to go to the Met Gala, which I actually feel like she will, because she lives in New York now. And she's- Yeah, actually, she should go to the Met Gala. It doesn't get more A-list than Kelly Clarkson. It's so true. And it doesn't get more. But that, but like everything Kelly stands for is the antithesis of the Met Gala. Met Gala is like exclusivity. It's like not fun. It's so serious. Kelly is free. She's open to everyone. Like everyone can can watch the Kelly Clarkson show. Like she's for everyone. It's She's really the opposite. She shouldn't go. No, I would hope that if she got an invitation, she would know it would be in the best interest of her brand to not go. But like how do you say no to the Met Gala? Like you can't. I think she could. If anyone could, it's Kelly. Yeah. Or I'm just, find like, a way to make it, like, Kellyify it. You know, take us with her. Like, make it relatable. Yeah, no, she needs to, like, go with, um, like, every now and then there's, like, a crazy brand that buys a table at the Met Gala. Like, remember when Instagram bought one? Like, yeah. we need Kohl's. Or, no, uh, we need Wayfair, because that's Kelly. We need Wayfair to buy a table at the Met Gala, and then Kelly can go. Yeah, and, like, she'll, like, you know, take her shoes off. on the, Like, something just, yeah. like, relatable. J- Jennifer Lawrence-y. Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. Has well, Jennifer Lawrence been on the Kelly Clarkson show? Hmm. I feel like when she was promoting No Hard Feelings, maybe. Yeah, maybe. For as much as I love Kelly, I don't, I don't watch the show that often. I guess I don't really watch any shows, let alone at like four o'clock. No, for as much as we love Kelly, I've never watched a show, but I've never scrolled past one of their one of the clips yeah online ever like I watch every single clip no and like when I ever I'm somewhere like at the nail salon and it's playing like I always enjoy it jolly good time yeah and I'm always thinking wow this Kelly is there anything she can't do there isn't anything she can't do there isn't anything she can't do there's nothing she can't do it's double negative yeah, I love double negatives. That's like the one thing I learned in like English grammar class that really actually stuck with me. You know what? You are double negative because you're so negative that you're positive. <gasps> Jackie, I, that's, I need to figure out how to reword that. Like that's my housewife's tagline. Like that's so, like that's me. That's the essence of me. That's the essence of you. It's like so many negatives that add up to you being positive. I love. I love feeling seen and understood on no, a Friday. Literally. Literally. So all that to say, whoever is styling Kelly Clarkson, like they're doing a very good job. Like the jumpsuit that she wore in this video is like, it looks great on Kelly. It was cool three years ago, which is so on brand for Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, I'm going to check out the video quickly. It's like from Revolve, literally from three years ago. I'm not logged into TikTok. You're gonna, Jackie, oh. you're going to recognize the jumpsuit. Like, oh, okay. It's classic. And that's, uh, it's perfect. 
It's perfect, just like the woman herself. Exactly. Our next story. Jeremy Allen White strips down to his underwear while eating an apple for a new Calvin Klein campaign. Is this everyone? So people yesterday when I did my box of like what to talk about, they're like, Jeremy Allen White. Is this why we need to talk about him and his apple? Yeah, he's the new face of Calvin Klein, which is like always a big deal. You know, the Mark Wahlberg one is like a famous one. Michael B. Jordan. Like, it's always like a really big deal. True. And the fact that he chose him, they chose him was really smart. Um, And the video they put out is just like... (laughs) What is it? Like seductive? It's just like him running around. No, he's like, he's from Brooklyn. So it's very New York. Honestly, it kind of looks like the trailer for Real Housewives of New York. I literally feel like they were on the same exact roof. roof. Oh, he's just sitting here talking. I feel like it's just a classic roof that like lends itself to studio and production companies. I swear to God, it's the same roof. And he's holding an apple because it's like the big apple. He literally looks like he's, a Real Housewife of New York. <laughs> maybe he is. Maybe it's an announcement. Um, and he's just like working out and like in this little pair of white undies and they're really white and it's like tiny. And, you know, it's provocative and it's making waves. And I'm sure the collection did really well when it launched yesterday. And it's just kind of like everything's coming up Jeremy Allen White these days. Do you feel that way? I do feel that way. And I feel a little left behind, but I'm also like leaving myself behind. I don't I don't want to go and watch The Bear and Yeah, if you've never seen him in, in anything, like you might not get it. I don't like he's get really it. not he I mean he has an amazing body, but like he's a short king and he's not like traditionally like the most handsome. Like I don't think like He's got that like sort of timeless, classic, handsome face. He's really very unique looking and, and he always plays like very sexy roles. Like in Shameless, he was like this bad boy and he like fucks his college professor. Like you you have to watch him to really get him. So if you haven't watched him, I understand why you feel left behind. Yeah, but I'm okay being behind. Like I don't have to be, not everyone is for everything and every trend is for everyone. So that's fine. I'm happy for the Jeremy Allen White stands. And I like, and, he's, and, and this is a nice looking campaign. I can appreciate the human form. Yeah, he's really, really handsome. Um, he's also dating Rosalia. Cute. Fra- Kylie's yeah. friend. Kylie's friend, Rosalia, yeah. And I could see them all double dating because I could see him friendly with Timothy. No, no. Okay, Timothy, Kylie, Bad Bunny, Kendall, Rosalia, and Jeremy Allen White. Like, that's a crew. Unstoppable. The sexy six. The six chicks. The six chicks. Obsessed. I hope they have a nice time, even though people are saying Bad Bunny and Kendall like broke up and now they're back together. Yeah, but then I heard they got, they reconciled. Like, I, I actually like them as a couple. Not, I want yeah, them to work out. Yeah, when I saw the headline that they broke up, I had a feeling of sadness. Yeah, also Kendall's a long-term girl. Like, she makes things work. She's really not like a fling-flung, you know? No, but I feel like she's always in a long-term relationship that like breaks up once or twice. Yeah, and then it's breaks so up. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I hope that's not the case here. I just want to say like, this was... Five stars to Jeremy Allen White's team for booking this and five stars to Calvin Klein for like choosing Jeremy Allen White. I think it's the perfect partnership and I love when people actually do good things. Yeah, I agree. It's a nice night. The pictures are nice looking. Um, And if anybody who works in like location scouting can confirm that this is where they filmed the real, the new Real Housewives of New York, like it totally is. Yeah, super cute. It's the same exact skyline. Are you ready for our next story? Number four. Yeah. Yeah. How Gypsy Rose Blanchard feels about ex-Nicholas Godjohns amid his life in prison sentence. You know, I do wonder. We talked about this yesterday. Right. Like, what's the vibe? What's going on there? So the name on everyone's lips this holiday season is Gypsy Rose Blanchard. <laughs> and she is doing the most. So she did an interview with Good Morning America. And she was asked about um, 
Nicholas, she said, I'm sure that we both have a lot of regrets. All I can really say is that I did my time. He's doing his time for his part, and I wish him well on his journey. Damn, she hit him with the wish you well. Yeah, no, it's giving good day, sir. Yeah, no, I, I hope for the best for you. It's like goodbye and good riddance. Yeah, it doesn't appear as though she'll be keeping in communication with him. And it kind of seems like she's distancing herself from him, which I get, you know, he is a murderer. However, the person he murdered, like, was for her. I don't know how you can just, like, he killed for her, and now he's rotting in prison and she's married to someone new. Like, it's it's a, it's a doggy dog world out there. Like, look at Gypsy Rose. Yeah. We could all learn a lot from Gypsy Rose. I, I agree, and I stand by that. Yeah. She's and just I got, love her. She's got these men wrapped around her finger. No, it's so true. Also, when I read this article this morning, I was shocked, beyond shocked, to learn that Gypsy Rose is 32 years old. What did you think? I don't know. I thought she was much younger. I guess because, like, you know, they say that people become stunted at the age that they became famous. So for Gypsy Rose, that would have been, like, 14. I really... And I guess I didn't realize how long she was in prison for. I... I don't know. I would have assumed she was like 22 now. Like she she did something in her teens. She went to jail for a little bit, you know? How long was she in jail? Like 10 years? I think eight. Yeah. Well. And this Gypsy Rose thing is just like, it's, it's like moral relativism. Because like murder is bad, right? Yeah. Unless it's like self-defense. And in a way, this like was self-defense. Yeah, with a bit of revenge. Right, but it's not like Gypsy did it. This random dude did, Ryan. Yeah. No, it, there's a lot of moral questions here that we are asking ourselves. But at the end right. of the day, as Gypsy said, she did the time for the crime. And she's not looking back. She's giving tabula rasa. Maybe she's been listening to the toast. She's clean slate. New Maybe man. Maybe that's her resolution. New, year, new man, who dis? Maybe that's her resolution. Like, leave all toxic energy in the past. Yeah, she deserves a tabula rasa. She does. I mean, she did hard time. Hmm? She did hard time. Yeah. It's like my worst nightmare. Well, just stay out of trouble, Turdy Lou. By the way, I absolutely plan to. Like, I don't plan on committing any crimes ever. However, like, I, I am afraid, like, not that I'm going to be framed or anything, but like, you just like your life changes in a, in a flash. Like, even if it's self-defense. Like, let's say somebody breaks into my home. And I grab a knife. I still could end up in prison if I killed them. Well, it depends what state you live in. One thousand percent. There's some crazy laws. Oh, I was just having this conversation with someone. Like if somebody comes into your house, I forget what the law is called. We were talking about like some case. I forget. Is it here, stand your ground law in Florida. Oh, was I talking to you? Probably. Who else do you talk to? Stand your ground. Right, right. So like if someone comes into your house, and I don't think they have it in New York, and like tries to steal. Anything. They're on your property. You could stand your ground. Oh, just what if they're just like taking a look at your yard or something? You could just kill them. Well, then, you know, then it's up for the lawyers. The law to becomes, I, yeah, the law becomes a little, a little suspicious there. But like if somebody comes onto my property with a weapon. Stand your ground. You're done. You're done. You're done. So that's what I'm saying. Like I could end up in prison, like not by my own accord. Like I don't plan on, I'm not a criminal. Like it's not in my, it's not in my but DNA. What you're like, saying I don't, is things happen. Things happen. Like, like, okay, let's say I'm in a bodega. And somebody comes in and holds up the bodega. Like, I'm, I'm, a, like, I'm not going to stand by and do nothing. Yeah. Well, where you live, the Good Samaritan, it doesn't work out for you. 
No, like that was that story of that bodega owner who like literally somebody came in and like tried to kill him and rob his whole store and he fought back. He was like this 90-year-old man. It was like this amazing heroic story. The whole thing was caught on video. He fought back and he literally took the knife and like saved his life and 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 killed the guy and he ended up ended up in prison i was like so that yeah, like, there were charges against him i don't think he even killed the guy i think he like just stabbed him and defended stabbed himself. him there were charges against him and he was like fuck this he went back to his country you know that's that what was I'm such so an upsetting I, story or that was like the marine the, uh, that story like really galvanized new york people yeah. were really upset also the so the that's marine saying, on Jackie. the subway right something like that like i don't plan on committing any crimes, but I could end up in prison. No, and that's my worst nightmare. No good deed, Turdy Lou. Yeah, no, I'm just going to start minding my own business, which is so hard for me. Yeah. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Yeah. A little Peloton fun. Obsessed with this story. Christopher Nolan recalls getting roasted by his Peloton instructor mid-workout. So Christopher Nolan is riding a wave of acclaim thanks to the success of Oppenheimer. 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 The sweeping biopic about the father of the atomic bomb, but you can't please all people all the time. While expecting the accepting the award for best director um, from the New York Film Critics Circle on Wednesday night, Nolan re- uh, related an amusing story of a recent criticism he received in an unexpected arena. He said, I was on my Peloton doing a high interval workout. I'm dying. The instructor started talking about one of my films and said, has anyone else seen this? Because that's a couple hours of my life I'll never get back again. So, of course, people went to investigate which instructor, which film. And it's most likely Jen Sherman, who said in a Peloton clip, this song is from a soundtrack of a movie called Tenant. Anybody see this shit? Did anybody (laughs) see this besides me? Because I need a manual. Someone's got to explain this. Yeah, I'm not kidding. What the fuck was going on in that movie? Do you understand? Seriously, you need to be a neuroscientist to understand. And that's two and a half hours of my life that I want back. So I'm obsessed with this story for two reasons. One, because I recently started following Jen Sherman because I found out she's an enormous toaster. Yes. So her and I talk all the time. And second, because when Cody Rigsby was on the toast, I asked him, I was like, when you're doing your classes, do you ever think about like how many Pelotons there are and how many people have Pelotons in their home and how, how many of those people like might be famous or like, you know, someone important? Like, does that ever cross your mind? Because it would be all I think about. Like, Peloton is like a very upper echelon type of thing. It's a $2,000 bike. Like not anyone could just buy it. So you're definitely like in this sort of elite class. And I said, I'm like, do you think about what celebrity could be listening to your class right now? He's like, honestly, no, I've never thought of it. And I was shocked because like, that's for me what I would think about. I never thought of it for them either. Like when I used to watch, like he's always, they're always talking about celebrities because they're always talking about music, right? Like he's always talking about Kelly Clarkson. It's like, it never occurred to me, does Kelly do a Cody Rigsby ride to get down to her own music? By the way, I just saw that Peloton released like a whole new Kelly Clarkson series. Gotta get on my bike. Like her catalog has been added. Oh my God, I have to get back on my Peloton. I haven't been on it in so long, but like I'm cleared, I I could. I have done a Peloton like a few times now because there's one in my gym in my building. It's like a communal one and I made an account $40 a month. My God, Um, loving it. Maybe I'll Peloton today. If you find a good Kelly Clarkson class, please share with the I'm class. I'm such a good class curator. That's really oh, my that's special skill. Oh, that's the worst. Like sitting on that fucking bike with that thing up your ass looking for a class. You have that's to why do I keep it. doing the same class you have over to do and over. It on the app on your phone before you get on the bike. You need to like get hyped about classes. Just the, the place I just want to say shout out to like, Allie Love. I really like her. She's just got this beautiful smile. Who? Allie Love. Do you know her? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And she does some country rides. 
Well, I was looking for a Taylor Swift class and she had a 1989 one. So I just like went with it. And I've literally only done that class because every time I get on the bike, I'm like, I'm not looking for another class. The one time I chose like another class with a different instructor was like a country. I just like hated it. Like it just was It's so personal. Yeah. You know what I also like to do is treadmill classes. You could do it on a regular treadmill. Mm. And like it's like gives you like running, walking intervals. And Oli- oh, I kind of like that. Olivia Amato is the girly swirly for that. Just the thing with music is like it's so personal. But like, we have the I same. Actually, you can trust me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I've actually been thinking because like weirdly, a lot of Peloton instructors follow me on social media. Like, I will, I will put together, especially when it comes to Taylor Swift, because there's her music was just added, and honestly, they could do better with the selections. Like, I really feel that way. And I know you need like fast songs, slow songs. Like, I know you need it all. Like, I need to work with someone to create a Taylor Swift class. Like, it's what I only do thirty minute classes. It's seven songs. Like not even six, let me help you. Help me help you. Or, I mean, the Peloton community and the toaster community, like the Venn diagrams, it's really just a circle. Jackie, so I added hashtag Pelotoaster to my account. It's popping. My username, I made like a really long time ago. I think during COVID, you like convinced me to do some like five minute floor workouts. And so I just like made an account. Um, my account username is Theo's mom. I made, I, I'll take that. I made you the account and I made that your Oh, name. you did? Yeah, and it's Theo's mom. Yeah, it's Theo's mom. I can't bring myself to change it. Change it? Well, you're still Theo's mom. Yeah. Um, but I put hashtag Pelotoasters and I also put hashtag I stand with Israel <laughs> in my... No, it's so crazy how everyone like, gets so political on there. Oh, yeah, no. Then I was looking... Because I was just going to do Pelotoasters, but I'm like, let me see. And like the most popular ones are like Moms Who Peloton, Teacher... To- teacher toners or whatever like but then I was getting in there's like political um like literally like Republican Democrat yeah Peloton yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, crazy yeah. so I just put hashtag Pelotoaster and hashtag I stand with Israel but with the Taylor Swift class like there's always a toaster in it so when somebody high fives you who also has hashtag Pelotoaster like there's nothing like that makes you feel better no it's like when you're in the class you've got to look you go to your hashtag and you should like sometimes I'll just run down and like high five all the Pelotoasters so do you do a class like that's happening live or like you do pre-recorded ones? Is that a dumb question? I typically would do pre-recorded. When I was really into like Peloton, yeah, then I would like get hype for the new class, but mostly pre-recorded because I'm on my own timetable. Yeah. But try it. I a, like the idea of doing like a Peloton walk run. Try it. It's really great. And it's a, it's a good workout. No, I love that. I think I'll do that today. Love that for you. Anyway, so Christopher Nolan was watching Peloton. Oh, right. That's like so crazy and she started talking trash about his film but it's not crazy no, like it's not peloton is so popular it's very expensive so you really like target like a an upper class vibe and so like a, a world-renowned director having a bike like it's it it, it it tracks yeah and it's just so unfortunate for jen sherman it, she made a video responding she was like like this shit only happens to me like i was I, it was honestly her response was so funny but she was like honestly I stand by what I said. Like, I did not understand one fucking minute of that movie. Like, the entire thing went over my head. I'm sure it was really good. Like, if you got it. But I didn't get it. Yeah. No regrets. No regrets. She said what she said. She said what she said. But that's just funny to think about. You know, that happens all the time with the toast. Like, we'll say, we'll talk about the most random person. And, like, I never even crosses my mind that they might Philip Phillips. Philip Phillips. And, like, I just, (laughs) I could die. No. Uh, we will talk about like the most random people on the toast without even thinking like that they will hear back. And nine times out of 10, like they send us a message like Jackie and I just screenshot and send it to each other and we just die. Like, like we my, just die. My cheeks just clench and I just I can't even read wanna it. want to go like, in a hole. Like I don't even if I'm saying something nice about someone like I don't want them to hear it. Like that's weird to me. No, I completely agree. So 
I, I stand with Jen Sherman. Those were the Fast Five stories. But before we wrap up for the week and for the day, let's do our first ever Weenie of the Week, our weekly segment where Jackie and I both nominate someone to be the Weenie of the Week. Now, being a Weenie of the Week means you did something Weenie-ish, you're giving loserish energy, or you're just like, it's not the vibe, you know? So Jax, without further ado... Who is your weenie of the week? My weenie of the week is still Claudine Gay. Nothing in this episode oh. gave me a bigger weenie than her. The anti-Semite, the plagiarist, like she's got to go. It. What's so crazy is so she was fired. She was the dean of, or president of Harvard. Harvard. And she was, uh, she was forced to resign after not even the anti-Semitism, which we all saw, but like numerous uh, instances of plagiarism. When it's like when you're in college, if you plagiarize anything, you're done. It's like the biggest crime. You're done. So like, how are you going to have the head of the institution who's a plagiarist it's the biggest, yeah. there's really nothing worse you could do on a college campus, like in yeah. academia, than plagiarize. Yeah, because you could do something worse on the college campus. On the ca- in, acad- in the academic <laughs> yeah, sphere. You know, in a literary sense. In the, it, yeah, no, in the coursework, yeah. than plagiarize. So, That's a good one. But still, that was like barely enough, and she resigned. But then it turns out she's actually, she's resigned as president, but she's still going to be like working as a poli-sci professor, getting the same salary of almost a million dollars a year. She's going to remain as a faculty member making $900,000 a year. Unacceptable. She's a bit a weenie. She's definitely, I don't even want to nominate someone because she's so weenie-ish, but my weenie of the week is different, but it really, my weenie of the week, the person who, who I'm about to nominate, like really personifies the essence and the meaning of the word weenie. And it's Gypsy Rose Blanchard's ex-boyfriend. Like you literally killed for her and she won't even come visit you. Yeah. Like that's weed. Like you got played. You got played, but she's the master player. I know. I guess we're all just weenies in Gypsy's world. Yeah. And what's the opposite of weenie of the week? Queenie of the week? <gasps> oh, I love. Gypsy Rose Blanchard. <laughs> queenie, queenie of the week is Gypsy Rose Blanchard. I have a feeling she's going to be queenie of the year, but stay tuned to find out. The year is young. Do you think she'll be time persons of the year? <laughs> I think she should be. I agree. All right, well, that's our show. It's so great to be back. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment, you know, all the things. Follow us. Oh, we're almost at 300,000 followers on Instagram. If you love the show, throw us a, a bone. Just follow us on Instagram. We post great clips. There's really nothing not to like. If you are so inclined, just mute us. Just I just want to reach 300,000 followers. We're at like 295 or 296. So yeah. The Toast, that's our Instagram. And I'm Jackie Ashray. If you want to follow me, good stuff happening no, all the time. If, if you want to like steal your boyfriend's phone, like seriously, I, I mean it about what I said. I really want to reach 300,000 followers by Monday. Steal so just, your boyfriend, fiance, or husband's phone, follow the toast, and then mute it so they'll never know that you did that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Mute. Make sure you mute stories and posts. But to, will that harm our engagement if Instagram's like, oh, none of their followers want to see their content? Maybe nobody does. No, that's an interesting point. We definitely, we might get flagged. Not flagged, but Instagram will be like, oh, maybe we should mute them for everyone. No, that's a good point. Okay, so don't mute. Just follow. Thanks so much for listening to the Toast of the Millennium Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday the Friday on YouTube. So you're watching this on YouTube. Please subscribe subscribing give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts and where podcasts can be found. So it's about five minutes to public radio. Everybody can spot all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us the Toast of the Fest. We've been a beautiful, sending and wickedly talented we are. Have an amazing weekend. We're back on Monday. Love ya. Bye. Love ya. Bye.